an encouraging word with David Ravel, founder and executive director of Shepherd's Fortress Ministries. This podcast has two purposes. First, to bless pastors, pastors' wives, and their families. And second, to challenge the body of Christ to support your pastor through being faithful in prayer, seeking to grow in your relationship with Jesus every day, and coming alongside him in your devotion to kingdom work. And now, here is David with an encouraging word for today. Our focus this month is the importance of taking time away, whether it be a sabbatical, a getaway, some type of a retreat, or a vacation. Let's begin with a few definitions. A sabbatical is a strategically or well-planned time away for a predetermined amount of time. It could be as little as three months or up to a full year. You're detached from day-to-day ministry responsibilities for the purpose of rest, renewal, and refreshing which may include strategic times of prayer, soaking in the Word as you sit at the feet of Jesus, and even some recreational things. A getaway could be a weekend or a full week, even up to three weeks, for rest and renewal, to spend time in prayer, to soak in the Word, and to enjoy recreational opportunities as well. We all know what a vacation is. Let's go and see what the Bible says about taking time away in the presence of the Lord. You know, after the beheading of John the Baptist, we read of how Jesus invited his disciples to join him to come away and rest in Mark 6, verses 30 through 32. It says, Then the apostles gathered to Jesus and told him all things, both what they had done and what they had taught. And he said to them, Come aside by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. For there were many coming and going, and they did not even have time to eat. So they departed to a deserted place in the boat by themselves. And you know, following this precious time of rest, Jesus performed one of his greatest miracles, which is known as the feeding of the 5,000. The disciples participated in ministering to the people alongside him. If we could see our times of rest and refreshing as a time of preparation for what he has planned next, we would not hesitate to make time to rest in his presence as the Holy Spirit directs us. So if this is true, why do so many pastors avoid taking time away? Well, I believe active, hard-working pastors struggle with taking time to rest because they may equate it with laziness. For some, sitting still in solitude for an extended time causes one to think we are violating some made-up pastor code. However, in Scripture, we see that rest is a major part of God's design. We can actually view rest as a weapon against the enemy because it's a demonstration of our hope and trust in the Lord during our most trying times. We are actually more vulnerable to the attack of the enemy when we're drained spiritually and emotionally. Lately, I've been reading the book, The Fire of God's Presence, Drawing Near to a Holy God by A.W. Tozer, compiled by James L. Snyder. The focus of this book is when Moses met God at the burning bush. Here's an excerpt where it says, After running from Egypt, Moses went for a postgraduate course more beneficial than his education at the feet of the great teachers of Egypt. He went to the school of silence and to the sheep and the stars in the heavens above. 
In another place in this book, it says, God took this man out of the noise and put him in the silence where he could hear his own heartbeat. That was a postgraduate course, the like of which you don't get in schools today. It took Moses 40 years on the mountain of silence to rid himself of Egypt. During those 40 years, he began to understand himself and realize God was leading and directing him. He had no aspirations of the future at this time in his life. He was doing what he thought he would be doing for the rest of his life, and that silence brought him to a place of absolutely no expectation on his part. In another place, the book says, Later on, David understood this when he wrote, Be still and know that I am God, Psalm 46.10. David discovered who he really was when he became aware of who God was. This knowledge of God must come out of the stillness and silence of our lives. We must push everything else aside and allow the silence to open up our hearts and minds. With this in mind, it reaffirms the fact of how important it is for us to take time away. So why would we take a sabbatical? Isn't a getaway or a vacation sufficient? Well, let me just say, there's a major difference between a vacation or a getaway, retreat, or a sabbatical. Each of these can provide rest. Vacations tend to be more active, and in most cases, lodging is in a high-traffic area. Let me assure you, there are a great number of ministries that provide a place of prayer, rest, worship, and healing in a setting that promotes spiritual health and growth. There are numerous ministries around the country, even around the world, that offer great options for sabbaticals, getaways, retreats of any length. I encourage you to visit our Shepherd's Fortress website at www.shepherdsfortress.org and there's an online form you can complete. We'd be happy to provide research on your behalf so that you and your family can make a great decision to take time away in the presence of the Lord. So how often should a pastor take a sabbatical? Under the definitions we covered at the beginning, I would recommend every five to seven years as you work it out with your church. Getaways and retreats are much more common. Like I said, they can be from a weekend to a week to up to three weeks. And there are so many ministries who would love to welcome you, your family, you as a couple. They just really love to minister to pastors and ministry leaders. We're also contacted by missionaries because there are also several ministries who minister to missionaries as well. For any who might be considering a sabbatical, there's much preparation that goes into one. It begins with my family. In some cases, couples take a sabbatical together. Others use an intermittent approach, partly together and partly alone, and others take a sabbatical completely alone. Whatever you choose, your spouse should be in full agreement, and certain safeguards should be put in place for your spiritual well-being. I would arrange your contact schedule with your spouse and family if you're taking a sabbatical alone, especially along with your children if you're taking your sabbatical as a couple. There's also preparations needed with church staff and church leadership who will lead the day-to-day -day ministry functions in your absence and what matters should be handled in the pastor's absence, what matters should be placed on hold until the pastor returns, when would it be unavoidable to contact the pastor during a sabbatical, and these are all things that you work out together. There's also preparation with the congregation. Who would they contact in case of an emergency? And also having an understanding of how powerful it is. 
to allow their pastor to take time up the mountain in the presence of Jesus to be refreshed, renewed, and to be prepared for all that lies ahead. And then there's personal preparation. I need to be in prayer, having others pray with me leading up to taking a sabbatical. It's important for congregations to pray before, during, and after a sabbatical. It's also important for church leadership to be in prayer, to work out financial details, to decide if the church will cover any costs related to the sabbatical. There are several other things that should be considered in preparation for a sabbatical. Recently, I had the privilege of leading a Zoom call for Dennis Parish Ministries out of Texas, and I'm hoping soon to have that recording on our website so that you can really go through it. But to wrap up this podcast, I want to focus on getaways and retreats for pastors because really, that's where most everyone is. I would recommend a getaway each year with your spouse apart from a vacation, whether it's a weekend or up to a week. And if you contact us, like I've already said, there are so many ministries who want to reach out to you and minister to you. And as we begin the new year, 2022, I really want to encourage you pastors and ministry leaders to plan some time away this year. It's been a rough couple years, as we know. We've been praying for you and knowing that you've walked down paths of things that that we've never considered before. But we know that God is faithful and has a purpose and a plan in all these things, and he's using you to bless God's people and to lead them and to teach them and to preach the word. And our goal and desire is to help pastors stay strong and equipped for every good work. And so may I urge you to Really look into this and allow us to help you because God wants to renew and refresh you each step of the way. If you would build in times of personal rest, even in your weekly uh, responsibilities, even at home, to lay aside the cell phone, to lay aside uh, all the distractions and just say, Lord, here I am. I'm certain you take daily time in the word and daily time in prayer. But it's also important to be refreshed uh, in between. I know there's going to be busy seasons of ministry as things open up, but it's so important to take time and allow the Lord to recharge us and renew us and refresh us and to prepare us and to help us as we make decisions as God leads us in ministry in these days to lead people to the cross and to help enrich people's lives through the power of Jesus Christ, the power of his holy word. We're so thankful and honored to stand with you. So today, let me just pray and ask the Lord to bless you in this new year as we begin together and expect God to do great things. Father, we thank you today for every pastor. We thank you, Lord, for their calling. We thank you, Lord, for who they are in Jesus. We ask you to bless them and their families. We ask you to uh, equip them for every good work. We pray, Lord, that we would plan times of rest in between times of ministry. And and Lord, may we just learn to lay our burdens at your feet as we serve you faithfully. Thank you for every faithful servant of God. We thank you, Lord, for your church. We thank you, Lord, that you're coming one day very soon to rescue us and take us home. But until that time, may we be at our Father's business doing the kingdom work we're so privileged to do. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. As we wrap up for today, I have a special request. If you are encouraged, please share the link to our podcast with your friends on social media or by email. I would sincerely appreciate your help in getting the word out. 
I would like to invite you to like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. You can also request to be placed on our email list where you'll receive reminders of our latest podcast being uploaded and occasionally you'll receive information that we think would be of interest to you. Pastors, we thank God for you and your faithful devotion to love and lead the church. We look forward to hearing from you for prayer and encouragement. We are so thankful for each one who reaches out to us to say that you're praying for us. It so encourages our hearts. In the meantime, we pray the blessing of the Lord upon you as you minister to God's people and those yet to surrender their life to Jesus. We invite you to tune in next time. Until then, let me urge you to stand firm in Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Thank you so much for tuning in. May the Lord pour out his blessings in your life, your family, and your ministry. This has been a production of Shepherd's Fortress Ministries, kingdom building encouragement for kingdom building pastors. Until next time, may God bless you as you seek him with all your heart. Thank you.